Happy, happy Friday, Fresco babies. Boy, how are we feeling today? Quick mental, just a quick mental checkup. How are we doing on this wonderful Friday? Uh, I'm personally doing great. Things are great. Almost fully vaxxed. Get to see all my peeps again. I hate that I said peeps. I apologize uh, for that one. I apologize egregiously. Maybe that's not the right word. Who knows? It's a great episode this week. Uh, we have a new segment. Uh, the Grammar Corner makes its, makes its appearance almost accidentally. Almost as if, you know, the fourth dimensional beings, beings came down and just and gave us a gift. Just a gift. Uh, for next week, last week of the month, we're doing our Culture Corner once again. Our interdimensional Culture Corner. Last, last week, or last month, we read... Um, Sound of Thunder by Ray Bradbury. This week it's a movie. This week it's this month it's going to be a movie, uh, and I implore everyone to watch Midnight in Paris. It's on Amazon Prime, so it's very easy to find and, and watch. And most people have primes, you know. All these culture clubs, corners, whatever we called them in the episode, are going to be things that are easily accessible. So Midnight in Paris, it stars Owen Wilson. It's kind of like a rom-com, but it, it really bends your your perception of time and uh, the way that we perceive time. So yeah, it's uh, another great episode, another great week for the Fresco Babies. You know, I have at less than a minute left to talk already. I have 30 seconds, and I don't even know what to do with it. But let me tell you, I am committed I am firm committed to two minutes and 17 seconds of intro. Sometimes that's a lot of time. Sometimes it feels like not enough time. And right now it feels like a lot of time. And I do know that in about five seconds, I'm going to roll intro on the entire episode. So enjoy this week's episode of Fresco Savage live from the interdimensional bedroom with my co-host, Wannabe. week man Dude, happy wednesday fresco baby hey, happy wednesday to, happy wednesday to you fresco how are you today good man i'm feeling good no um, you try to get you try to get your blood drawn today for money and that didn't work out for you did it dude biolife's got this really good promo going on right now where i can get a thousand dollars in 10 donations cannot pass that up i can't and that's a lot. That's a lot, dude. And I don't know if they're struggling. That's 10 weeks, right? Yeah. Just once a week? Uh, no, twice a week. It'd be five weeks. $1,000. And with the way that it's broken up. For one month. For one month. Uh, 10 donations. Basically. Uh, yeah. So, but five weeks is like essentially like one month, you know, four and a half weeks is yeah. one month. So yeah. it's an extra $1,000 in your month. Yes. You're selling your blood. Absolutely. And making you ineligible to donate if there was a catastrophe. What? But you got that sweet cheddar, baby. Ineligible to donate if there's a catastrophe. Like, let's say Pearl Harbor 2 Electric Boogaloo happened, and they needed blood. Yeah. 
you give if you're selling your blood to the plasma people, you I don't think you can donate blood. Oh, okay. So I wouldn't be able to donate blood to a theoretical uh, natural disaster. A theoretical disaster. Disaster, unnatural scenario. or natural. Okay, okay. I unnatural or natural. Yes. I didn't know that. Um, but well, I just think that it. I mean, if you're a ripe fruit, there's only so much juice you can squeeze. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's hundred uh, percent true. I am very ripe. That's absolutely. That's actually the word I usually super ripe. When people are that's like, the name of your new album, super ripe. ripe. There, when people are like, dude, so tell me about yourself. I just say ripe. You're like, right, plump, dude, about to go bad. Ripe and plump. Don't squeeze me too hard. I will leak. Yeah, yeah. Give me a couple <laughs> days. I'm gonna start smelling. Uh, and I do attract flies after a couple. Of I I I knew that about you. Yeah, <laughs> we've been very good friends for a while. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude, ten donations, a thousand dollars, and the first donation I would just get two hundred dollars right off the bat. I think maybe two hundred fifty, two hundred or two fifty. That'd be the only time in my so life. They really want. They really want that blood, baby. Yeah, dude, that'd be the only time in my life where I would make two hundred fifty dollars an hour. Think about that. I've done it. I've done it. You've made that much money in, in an hour. Yeah, like I've played some shows. Oh, I mean, okay. I didn't personally, right, but like right. I played some shows where we got paid like a couple thousand dollars. Got you for like two hours set, hours set. Yeah, that yeah. is a good feeling. It's a cool feeling. It's cool when you make the money, but uh, I didn't make the money. The business made the money. Oh, I got ten dollars from Taco Bell. Oh, fuck that, mm. dude. Hell yeah, dude. The starving artist, the life of the starving artist. Um, you have to be starving to be an artist. I don't trust rich artists. Too. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think it. But yeah, dude, what's up? I have no plans for today. Dude, let me just get this I, off. I my have chest. one. I have one plan. I've, you got some. Get it off. Your let chest. me get it off my chest. Maybe get it off. I'm your chest. confused in a way that like you might be confused leaving a math class that you're not ready for, and this has to do with grammar. And I don't know if we need a grammar corner or something, but this is grammar shit. Where the hell do I put all these commas? Does the I go before E? Please, I need to know. How do I write in cursive? Please tell me, how do I write in cursive? This is the Grammar Corner, baby, where we learn how language work dude okay the word i've been like trying to get it down when you would the proper use of a hyphen right and one of the ways that you need to use a hyphen i've been using a lot of hyphens yeah dude, i've it, been using a lot of hyphens it's a great it's a great way to uh, create space or create a gap or a pause um, in an informal or like one of those dual words absolutely that's what i'm talking about standing dual words okay so when you have two adjectives that are jointly um, modifying a noun you put a hyphen yeah. between the two adjectives so if you if you have load bearing walls you have a load dash bearing walls right all my walls are load <laughs> um hard boiled eggs by yeah. the by all the rules I understand, you need a hyphen between hard and boiled. Yeah, but when, they're hard boiled. Bro, when you Google how to make hard boiled eggs, when you YouTube how to make hard boiled eggs, not, you know, how I don't know. How often are you Googling listen, this? Listen, I don't know who would be Googling that, 
but if you needed to YouTube that, say like if you were really if you were struggling uh person in your mid twenties and you you know you just needed to know like how to make hard butt legs. Are you are you saying you've recently Googled this? Listen, man, I, let's not get into the details of it. But like you know that I'm a, I'm the egg king, right? You could have just texted me. Dude, I didn't know you were an egg king. I never. I, uh, did you not see me eat the ostrich egg? Dude, I did not see that video yet. It came out almost a year ago. Dude, I need to check out the ostrich egg video. I don't think I ever watched that. I, watched... I boiled it for three hours. Oh, fucking A. I, I remember you talking about that now that I think about it. I don't think I ever saw the video, dude. I got the shell in the back of my... Oh, dude, you like sucked it out? Well, yeah. Giant shell. What do you mean? Did you crack it? It's like a half the shell. Yeah, it's all in the video. Fuck, I'll dude. show you how I crack it. Yeah, I remember you talking about this during quarantine. We were like FaceTiming about it. Shit. Yeah, I gotta watch that video, yeah, man. I gotta watch that. Send it over. Yeah. Is on I'm not gonna link you. Is it on Facebook? It's it's on YouTube. All right, all right, I'll watch. I'll 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 here's so here's the thing. Well, hard boiled eggs, right? Yeah. You can't really mess it up. That's what I dude, that's what I thought, but you, you really can. But there are different so you could get a really runny center okay. by boiling for six minutes. Okay. You get kind of a medium runny center boiling for nine minutes, but anything twelve and up, you're just this going to be hard as hell. Just be cooked. Can do you, you can't burn it? Do you put the eggs in and then boil the water, or do you boil the water and then put the eggs in? That is not how I. That is not how I do it. So it because what's here we go. Here's just a couple white guys, some hard boiled egg content. Be- before you Here's, say anything, listen, listen to me. Sec. Listen to my, with, with my grammar thing. I need to put it out there. When you YouTube these videos, no one uses the hyphen. There's there's no hyphen in hard boiled eggs, and it's been driving. Is it possible me because is it possible because it's a proper noun? Yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't be a proper noun. It wouldn't be a proper noun. Um, would it be why? Because it's a dish. It's a dish. Oh, uh, Okay, that you know, it's could like be... it's like chicken fried steak. There should be. A, I know it's a stretch. It's a right, stretch, right. but it could be because technically, then you would have you would put a hyphen on chicken fried as well, right? So I've been YouTubing. But if it's the official name for, I don't know, dude. I just I can't get my head around why no one's been using. And it, it's like, well, maybe is it a bunch of people that are just not concerned about it, or am I missing something? Very possible. And there's this like there's this hole in me because it's like I feel like I may be missing an exception to the hyphen rule, you know. But anyway, mm. go on. That's and and what the viewers don't know is that is really important to your life and what you do. Yes, yes. At the thumb at the thumbprint factory. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. That's yeah. what I'm so I'm sorry. I, go on with your hardwood legs, though. I, I do want to. So know here's the, the process. What was I gonna say? <sighs> oh yeah. Okay, got it. Boom, boom, boom. Boil the water. Okay. Right. Okay. Boil it first. So, what is the perfect hard-boiled egg? Is dependent on how well the shell comes off. That's what yes, that's what I've right? gathered. Because I've I've in my infancy as an as an egg boiler, you if you don't do it, there you can get away with it doing it. That's why it's really hard to mess up. You can kind of get away with it doing it anyway, as long as you boil it long enough and it's cooked, it's a hard boiled egg. Okay. But the mastery comes from boiling it in a certain way where the shell comes off clean and in as few pieces as possible. Right, right, right. right. So here's a little egg corner, I guess. Um, you get the shell to come off by contracting 
expanding and contracting the egg inside. Okay. How you do that with heat. Okay. Heat and cold. Absolutely. There's, there's a membrane that you want to stick to the shell so it all comes off. That's that's the key. I've seen when you shock it, you go in the heat and you shock it right away, right? All that's right. how that's why you want to boil the water first. It shocks the egg. Okay. It rapidly expands. Air all all the air left inside the shell expands so that it it takes the membrane and it like expands it against the shell. Okay. It's not gonna break in there, right? And then when you're done, whatever, six, nine, 12, if you're making like a nice ramen egg that you want to cut in half, have a little runny, put a little bit of ramen. Yeah. Uh, that's like a six minute soft boiled egg. Okay. 12 minutes is like your traditional hard boiled eggs. You're going to make deviled eggs or something like that. I would recommend a 12 to 13 minute boil. Okay. But then what you do is no matter what, when you take it out of the water, instant into an ice bath uh, because then it shrinks everything back in. Dude, I had no idea. The egg back in. I had no idea. And then you let them come to like room temperature in the ice bath. Uh, and then, you know, you're good to go. It's, it's an easy peel, hard boiled egg. I've been starting with the eggs in the water. You've been then boiling uh, them like a geez. fucking lunatic, dude. Like the whole a psychopath. You know who else did that? I don't know. Jack the Ripper. Oh, fucking A, dude. Yeah, dude. Me and Ted Bundy are just making boiled eggs over here. Yeah, you here, and dude. Ted Bundy are just egg boiling buddies. Jesus Christ! Now I feel like a moron. Yeah. I feel like an absolute yeah. moron, dude. And I really—it's—it's well, it's something I, you know, I don't think that it's um, it's not inherent knowledge that everybody has. But since you've been in sixth grade, you've had the ability to Google anything. So really, <laughs> it is on you. It is on you, because yeah. I would guess out of all the cooking videos and blogs that have ever existed. How to hard boil an egg the easy way has got to be in the first hundred thousand blogs yeah. or videos posted. Yep. Yeah, that's very true, dude. The that's information's been out there for a long time. That's how we should start holding people accountable. Is is like, yeah, trying to measure how long this shit's been on the internet for. I'm gonna start pulling that out with in my daily life. Like, dude, you know, this has probably been on the internet for nine years. You should have known. Yeah. This. So this is an interesting topic because I've really been thinking lately. How do I interact with media? right how yeah. do i create content how do i create better content okay and not stuff that's already been done right yeah if you think about it we live in a really odd time where like anything is accessible with the internet any tv show any type of content really is accessible mm -hmm. um you know what before i go into this i want to talk about my 420 and how it was because oh, i had dude. a really great night. go in go in yeah did you um did you do anything for the holiday? Just a just a couple of dabs. Let's see, uh, of CBD. I should say I shouldn't stop at dabs. You can't mm -hmm. do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Couple of drops of CBD, man. Couple of yeah droppers. I did do an edible. I did do an oh, edible. Oh, yeah. Fresco. And I've and I and I've yeah. Listen, listen, baby. I love the edible life. I didn't do a bunch, a bunch. I did. It was like 15 milligrams, but that's still a decent amount. And I yeah. got really high. So. Yeah, I bet you did. And I feel fine talking about this because weed should be legal, even Absolutely. though it's not legal where we live. Yeah. Uh, and here's why, because I'm <laughs> compared by usual drinking night, which is like ends in me regretting things and waking up with anxiety attacks mm -hmm. to weed. Very different. This is what I did on 420. Now here, I, I want people to get the conception, uh, like get the preconceived notions of what 420 is out of their heads. Mm -hmm. I think 420 should be a holiday everybody celebrates mm -hmm. as a sort of treat yourself day. Mm, I as like a, that. Um, indulgence. The weed honestly is secondary. I think it should be an indulgence day. You know, I you don't go crazy. You don't have to go crazy to indulge, but like 
For example, I love a good charcuterie board, right? Fantastic. I love a good char- the salty meats, nice olives, gourmet cheeses. So I bought like thirty to forty dollars worth of charcuterie stuff oh. and made a nice charcuterie because what happens when your weed starts hitting, especially in edible, you're like, I want to munch, yeah. but I want to munch with something that's fancy, dude. I right? love it's that. It's like fancy. Yeah, that's great. So I- I'm watching. Whose line is is it anyway? Reruns on HBO Max. Oh my god! Laughing, dude, laughing so hard at Wayne Brady, Colin Mockery, Ryan Stiles, and Greg Proops, uh, Andrew Carey, I guess, and um, eating charcuterie with chopsticks. Okay, I'm still here. Right? Sorry. Yeah. So, so my fingers don't get greasy. Yeah. I saw you get on a phone call. You getting phone calls? Yeah, now? I did. Yeah. So, don't they know you're recording? You got to tell them when you're in the studio. Anyway. So great start to the night. I'm watching Rutch. Now, another thing I did too was I I usually feel bad because I have really bad ADHD when I'm smoking or high yeah, at all. Yeah. And I want to switch to different types of media and entertainment all the time. So it's like I watch this for 20 minutes and then I'm like, I want to watch this. And sometimes I get I give myself guilt for that. Yeah. I'm like, why can't I just appreciate whatever it is and is in front of me? Yep. Instead, I'm always looking for the next best thing. But last night I was like, you know what? Watch whatever you want, whatever you think is stupid. And you know where that lands, Mr. Fresco? Where'd that go? Fail compilations. Oh, God. 30 minute fail of the month compilations on YouTube. I know. And I used to watch them a lot. My friends would be like, this is bad for your brain. And it was. I don't know if you've seen the movie Idiocracy, but one of the most popular shows in that movie, which is like the basic storyline is human. It's 500 years in the future and humanity is really, really stupid. Yeah, dude. is Uh, Is that a Mike Judge? It is. Yes, yeah. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Great. I think you'd, you'd really, yeah, you've seen it. Yeah. Great. Um, so one of like the most popular TV shows is just, it's called like nut tappers or something. And it's just people getting hit in the balls and like the whole world loves it. Yeah. But like, that's kind of what fail videos are. But yeah. what was so fun is your, it's like, it's like little, it's like kind of like gambling or something where it's like you you know, a scene presents itself. It's a 10 second video. Yeah. And you're like, okay, there's a horse, there's a girl, there's an ocean. And you're like, where's the error going to happen? Yeah. Like, where, and it's like, you're waiting for it. And then sometimes it's not what you expect. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and it's, I was geeking out watching fail videos. And then I moved on to uh, a nineties movie with Forrest Whitaker and Woody Harrelson. Mm. And it's called the money train. And it's just a really, also J-Lo's in it. And it's just like a really, really 90s action movie. Like very cheesy villains. Also, I couldn't really follow the plot. The plot changed like seven times. And then at the end, it kind of just, it doesn't really resolve. It just like life kind of goes on. So it's not Mm -hmm. the best movie, but it was really funny because it was so ridiculous. What was the title of that one? Called Money Train. Money Train, okay. Yeah, I've not heard of that one. It seemed... It seemed like when did the movie Speed come out? Mm, uh, it's w- before my time. Uh, not Speed, not Internet Speed, but with Keanu Reeves. Speed. Mm. 1994. Okay. It's that kind of movie where it's very melodramatic, over the top, like how could you do? You like it with with like villains, and uh, it's called Money Train because it's a train with like millions of dollars on it. And the train won't stop. Oh, and these guys are stuck shit. on the train. It's it's like the same movie as Speed, 
but there's trains dude <laughs> it's, it's like a subway train that's a super it was really cheesy and good I, like i feel like that happens a little too frequently where two movies come out and they're super similar like yeah i don't understand how that happens you know what i mean i here's how here's how it happens Trends and what's popular in movies, they work on a tr- on like a trend. You can kind of forecast it, try oh, to forecast okay. it, ba- and based on who the star is, what the theme is, like what it's about. And so, you know, multiple studios want to have like Speed was probably the, one of the more successful movies in 1994. Okay, right? It's like it's like it's a hot action star with Keanu Reeves. Like it's like a it's an action thriller. Like, and that in that era, I feel like these cheesy action thrillers were very prevalent. Yeah. So everyone's looking, every studio that makes movies is looking to have the best version of what like an action thriller in 1994 uh, is with the hottest talent. Gotcha. So it's not necessarily that, you know, and obviously it does happen. Mm-hmm. Like studios will wilt copy each other yeah. uh, to try and like grab a buck. But what I really think is that sometimes it's just like, that's the movie that's forecasted to be a good seller, and every studio kind of has their own version. Of yeah, it. and they want to without they copyright. They're like, check well, we'll get list. this actor instead of this actor, and then that's like people want to go see like flames and speed and yeah. momentum and violence, and they'll they'll come to our movie because of that. That's really interesting, dude. Uh, I'm gonna pay more attention to that. Not a big movie guy myself, honestly. Would you say you're like a movie? Uh, what do you call that? Like a movie person. A movie, uh, like a movie, like aficionado. Yeah, like, or do you get into that... it? Are you the type of person that I can name? You'd be like, oh, that's that's this actor's. She was in this and that, as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I think I am that. I've seen a lot of movies. I've been depressed a lot, okay. and so <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> like right after high school, all my friends left, and I was like, I'm gonna be in a band, and then that was a slow process. Mm-hmm. I basically like did nothing for two years except work at Kmart and then watch movies and television shows. And I would illegally down in the same way. And I've told you this story before I found music because of LimeWire and it opened up an entire world. Absolutely. It, it took away the paywall. And so I was yep. able to find mass amounts of music. Um, I had a service. Oh man. What was it called? It was called like Blue Fuse or something like that. It was not your. It was like LimeWire, but it was a torrent. You're telling me you're telling me you had a sketchier version of LimeWire. Uh no, this is after LimeWire. It it was like it was BitTorrent, right? Okay. But it was a, it was a BitTorrent client. So like you do you know what a torrent is? Yeah. Um. It's like a I, it's a it's a peer it's a peer to peer sharing network. Okay. You know, a torrent is like a kind of file, but it's zipped, so you need to have a torrent client you know there's a thousand of them it's just essentially it's an easy way to to share large file sizes in a quick way oh okay, okay. so like how you'd go on limewire and be like uh alicia keys no one and then you would download it you would just go to like the pirate bay is a big torrent site and you go and you could download torrents from there yeah, and then bay. your okay. torrent client would unzip it and and part of torrent is in order to Part of torrent is that your torrent client then adds your seed to the neck to the torrent. So like, if you find a torrent that has ten thousand seeders, your torrent will download really fast because it takes a little bit from every single person. Instead of like, if you find a torrent that only has like five seeders, it takes a lot longer because you're downloading different pieces of information from only five people, uh, mm-hmm. and that's the way that torrent kind of remains anonymous. Is it never like doesn't take the the file from you, it takes it from 
a thousand different people in little chunks, random chunks. Oh, and interesting. So like, oh, shit. I also could be completely wrong. That's just like my very basic knowledge of what's yeah. going on. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah. To get back to the actual story, in the same way that, that LimeWire opened up my musical ears, I found this torrent client that would stream wirelessly to my Xbox, mm. which I could then, so there was an Xbox app, a third-party app you could download. Mm. And so I could torrent things into that client and then stream the movies to my TV. Mm. Shit, uh, yeah, and like... So for two years, I did nothing, but like I watched every movie. I mean, I watched not every movie, but any movie, I would just look up movies and then what movies were related to them, directors that got inspiration from those movies. And I downloaded, I must have had like 900 movies. I had so many movies and TV yeah. shows, TV series, because it was all, I was all able to find it illegally. I didn't have to pay for any of it and it streamed right to my Xbox. Right. So it was like, I've seen so many like indie films that like, no, you know, like, I, I've seen so much mm. and I really, really love movies and TV shows. I'd love to work on them one day. That's like my, a dream of mine. Yeah, dude, that is, um, that's awesome. I think about that all the time. When I get into a good sitcom, I just think about how fun it would be to write lines. Probably very difficult, yeah. but man, that would be a fun job. And yeah, a lot of comedians yeah, that's... do it, man. You'd be good at that. I think I would. I think you'd be really well, good Well, one of that. your favorites, Whitney Cummings, she's like, yeah. she's... She's like a prodigy t- behind the scenes TV producer. Really? Yeah. Like showrunner, writer. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she had that show, Two Broke Girls. Yeah. Like, what else has she, she's done so much. She stuff. had the show Whitney for a while, just about her yeah, like, I mean, dating life. I mean, that's just her. And then she still has stand up on top. Like, she's yeah. a very successful writer. Yeah. Like, powerhouse writer in Hollywood. Yeah. That's crazy. Think about. Mm. But yeah, that's like, that's always been my dream, man. That's, I have all these stories and I'd love to make TV out of them. Right. But it's a, I, that's something I'd struggle, struggle with committing to because, you know, I did the music thing, I did the band thing. And like, so I like, I did everything I set out to do with the band thing, but it's like, do I start over again in something that's even more impossible to do? Mm. You know, like you start playing the numbers game, like how old am I? I'm almost 30. Do I go down the path of entertainment in general? Like mm-hmm. that's a, that's a steep mountain to climb, mm-hmm. especially in your thirties. Yeah, totally. Uh, and so that's something I wouldn't say I'm gripping with age. Like I, I'm like trying to deal with like, getting older because i think that life has only gotten better Mm -hmm. but i i am kind of like thinking about like where do i fit Mm -hmm. in this area of entertainment and what i want to do with being an older person Mm -hmm. because 30 you can kind of look like 26 and i look young anyway because i got a little fat chubby cheeks (laughs) but like am i gonna be able to get away with that at 35 when i start getting gray hairs like no way Mm -hmm. like i (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about it too hard, but I definitely have been like renegotiating in my head. Like, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? I'll always make music forever. I've come to terms with that fact, but is there a way that I can work at entertainment and make money and make it an actual career other than being the star? Mm -hmm, It's like mm kind of like what I'm thinking of right now. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. That is super interesting, man. I mean, I know I would say, yeah, because you're, 
you're trying to think about your age, but don't let that pull you out of the moment for too long because then you'll absolutely but it definitely is like it definitely is yeah you need to be realistic for sure yeah 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 Yeah. and 30 is still so young yeah absolutely um and a lot of those people don't what i'm learning is so many people don't get famous until they're older and like we we do see the child stars and they like blow up and they really really are super famous but like Think of how many of the famous people didn't get famous until they were like 30 to 50. Like Mark Marin, specifically as a comedian, he was like 45 when he was got yeah, famous. Yeah, there's a lot, you know? especially in the comedy and writing world. Yeah. It's almost like you have to pay your dues and be shit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, just live in shit for a while. Yeah, yeah. Not making me feel great, want to be. Wait, what? <laughs> no, dude, that should be encouraged. That's optimistic, you know? <laughs> I want fame yesterday. I, <laughs> I want to be famous now. Well, dude, I deserve it. I mean, I deserve fame Yeah, at this point in our life. Like we've got so many avenues, you know, I know you're on TikTok, and I think that's a great way to start. Like, I'm serious. Like I watched a 50 cent interview. He was talking about specifically YouTube and how like that gives so much more power to people and they don't have to depend yeah. on, they don't have to depend on labels. Oh, it's, to it's famous, huge, you know? And a lot of those labels or agents and entertainment are, were the gate are, still and were the gatekeepers of the industry and letting people in but with the internet that you can kind of bypass the gatekeepers absolutely Dude. They, they do help but my worst fear is fame without money yeah and i didn't realize that was a fear until this last week i was listening to a podcast and they said the phrase you know, you can be really famous and broke too. And yeah. I had never thought about it. Yeah, dude. One of the worst. I had case. never thought what that is the worst case scenario of life. Yeah. Is being, if I was broke, like I was not, I mean, well, actually I'm doing okay. I'm pretty comfortable. <laughs> daddy Biden. Taking but care like, by daddy, daddy B. Uh, but like, imagine that. Imagine, you know, things fuck up all the time when it comes to money. Like imagine something going viral. Everyone recognizes you. And because it's something stupid that goes viral, you're famous, but you get no money. Yeah. Because unless you can capitalize on that. Right. It's just going to, it's just going to fleet. Right. Yeah. Going viral doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And and the worst, the worst case scenario than that would be the the MC Hammer case scenario is where you, yeah. Do you know the details of that? All I know is essentially he was super generous with his wealth and then he gave it all away and then was broke and then everyone, no one helped him out after he was broke. Yeah, from what I hear, he just spent it all. Oh, okay, okay. He spent like $60 million. Oh, God, okay. And just and lived lavishly, hit. probably generous and he he's like, this is going to keep coming forever, baby. Yeah, yeah. And then it... Because uh, pretty much, never... did he have any other songs other than the... I mean, I don't think so. Oh, I only know the one. Right, right. Hopefully, he got some money when when Nicki Minaj. He probably used still it. gets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, money is. I think there's more money out there than we really know. And what's a lot of money to me, and what's a lot of money to somebody else, is a lot different. So, like, right. I I'm not looking to buy a Tesla boat or anything. Mm-hmm. I I just uh, would love not to have to worry about bills. And that's not even that much money. Right. That's like a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, dude. Total. Yeah. Twelve, maybe eleven, twelve hundred. We don't need to get to specifics, but like, it's not a lot of money. If right. I could make not a lot of money every month off just entertaining people, 
that would be such a dream come true. But maybe then it gets hedonic and you always want more. And you're like, how can I get more? How can I have more? I don't know because I've never been in that position. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't want to go down this road too far because I have a feeling I'm going to start talking about universal basic income. And I don't think the listeners need that because I think we've already been there, but I feel I don't, you do. Yeah. I think we've talked, we've talked about UBI. I'm sure a few times. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good issue. I don't know. I'm not issue, but I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if there's any other way though, because we've kind right. of, we've kind of cornered ourselves yeah. through, through the, through technological process progress we've kind of cornered ourselves as a culture and society like we can go one of two ways and progress always wins yeah. you're never going to go you're never going to step back and you know you know you're never going to go backwards right yeah and we that's have, that's only forced upon people we have so much access to know we know how many people are suffering in the world and how badly and at a certain point we're all just turning a blind eye. You know, we have resources and we have, we know what we can at least do. And a lot of us are just, Oh, well, I'm going to keep going about my day. Yeah. I mean, what, but you, you know, I can't solve all the world's problems. Yeah. You know, it's more just like as a country and in a lot of ways, you know, we, we are helping other countries and whatever, but yeah, it just gets sad to know that a lot of people. Yeah, could what be is living the goal better. of a country? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There is no end, and like what you said, and eventually shit just gets hedonic. And, you know, like yeah. what's what's the what's the role of America? Yeah, I don't think it's world peace. Right. right. I would say it's like dominance. Yeah. Like economic dominance and resource dominance. Yeah, and it gets and you get that through allies, and it gets really muddy, man. Yeah. But I never really thought about that. Like, you know, like a business, there's a goal success right yeah. however you, however you define it but like what is the goal of a country yeah dude i mean as you're as the leaders like what's the goal i mean they they talk about all the goals but they don't actually do it yeah There's still kids in cages at the border there i mean yeah that's just one example that that current power said that's the first thing we're taking care of yeah when we get in that big house of white we're taking we're taking those kids out of those cages and then they get in there and get the, the wall is still being built. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how much is really changing? Yeah. All that's changing is public perception and CNN doesn't have stuff to bitch about anymore. Yeah. Whose ratings have dropped like 50%, by the yeah, way. Yeah, dude, news ratings are, are really it's, suffering. It's like, yeah, CNN is like, damn it. Trump should have won again. We ran yeah. the wrong ads. Yeah. <laughs> One really interesting thing we talked about in a college sociology class is that every corporation ultimately has to be self-defeating in the way that you, the goal of a corporation is to maximize profit and minimize cost of profit. And eventually you will get to a maximum efficiency within your corporation to the point where the only way that that corporation could be more efficient is to shut down. And that is super interesting to me. However, we're reaching a point now where there's another level added to the game, which is efficient. Robots are more efficient than humans. Now you start cutting out human jobs. Yeah, exactly. It, no more, no more cashiers, no more call centers. It's just data banks. Yeah, and of it, of artificial intelligence. Like it, it, it gets to a point. If you take it to an extreme thought experiment level, 
every CEO that started the company would eventually recognize that their role in the company could be more efficient if they were a robot or replaced by a robot. Right. Yeah. It's, and then, and then, yeah. And then what, I mean, everything there's some crazy shit sorry you can complete your thought no i mean i'm, I'm trying to put it together but it's like every business is self-defeating ultimately there is no yeah. goal it's to maximize efficiency profit it's isn't it true that all we are are we're like we look at monkeys eating ants with a stick and we're like ha 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 but all they're doing is is killing time till the sun goes down, yeah. and they can they slip off in a sweet unconscious nothingness. Yeah. Maybe it jerks something off in a dream. That's really all we're doing too. We're all just data points somewhere scattered on a giant supply and demand graph. I mean, yeah, I mean that that's what capitalism has made us. Yeah. Yes, we're all just giving our info to Kmart. For my my rewards info, so they <laughs> so I can get points with every purchase, and they can track my buying patterns Absolutely based not. on the time of year. The only hope for me is that I'm some sort of outlier on somebody's supply and demand graph at like a, a corporate meeting. You know, like I just want to know that I, I I stand out, and that they're like, oh, look at this dot. This dot is really throwing off the data. And they, they take you out. That's the only hope. Yeah. And then they try to they get rid of me somehow. With the blow gun, the poison oh. blow dart. You wanna know you know what's you wanna know what's gonna happen to me? What? I'm predicting this now. We're talking this is five years after I buy my Ford Bronco in cash. <laughs> okay. This is after success has, has has come into my life, which it will. Financial success. Mm. I will never feel satisfied. Um, <laughs> once you know, Fresco's, Fresco has a lot of unique ideas, and, and, and I'm good at displaying them. I'm good at talking. I'm good at get, getting people to rally behind me, yeah. right? The end-all, be-all, though, however, and what I've noticed about myself, the first person with money to come around and say, if you say what I want, I will give you lots of money, I will take that offer right on dude i almost guarantee it i will sell the fuck out You're not i know afraid i will yeah i'm not afraid to sell out because i want to get out of the game right i want to get out of the game so i can play it differently i can play it as an outlier yeah i know i know that's going to happen because i have multiple times already tried to sell myself out for not a lot of money and so what that leads to is more cynicism which means more creative acts which means more more different ideas, which will attract more people over time because of my cynicism and my alternative alternative thinking. But as soon as that alternative thinking garners enough of an audience and some company or country or whatever, celebrity, any type of business person, uh, Illuminati type figures, <laughs> as soon as they see that what I'm saying, it might vibe with them, but they might tweak a little bit to, yeah. to cause some some social change. And something that benefits them as a as a platform, I'm selling the right out. I'm selling out five million dollars. I'll say whatever you want. I'll tattoo you on my forehead. I'm a puppet on a lonely string. Might as well. I. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I... So let that be a message 
to the Illuminati. I know you're listening. If there's anyone out there that know that has any connection to the Illuminati, we will say whatever you need us to say whenever. If I if I run for president, it's not I'm not in control anymore. All we want is enough money to pay the bills for a few months. I want eleven hundred dollars a month. <laughs> All I need is eleven hundred dollars a month. Say, I will, say, I will say I will tweet whatever you want me to tweet. I have no dignity, no self-respect. <laughs> I boiled an ostrich egg and ate it on it on Facebook Live. <laughs> I cut my hair on Facebook Live. I'm willing to do whatever it takes for eleven hundred dollars a month. Wait, I think I need more than eleven hundred. Eleven hundred just covers my basic nut. $2,000. But I want to bathe. $2,000 a 2000. month. $2,000 a month. I think that 2000 a month is like... <laughs> Dude, $1,100 a month is barely above poverty line. Yeah. Because poverty line is grand a year. Yeah, so... twenty, Dude, $24,000 a month after tax. $24,000 a year after taxes. Yeah, yeah. I could I like live that. pretty comfortably on that the rest of my life. I know I could, yeah, live very well, especially with this whole hardboard. I wouldn't be buying. Ha- I I wouldn't be buying houses. Well, maybe I'd buy one house because it's cheaper if I can get the loan and I could be like, hey, no, uh, CNN is pays me two thousand dollars a month. This uh, this is a recorded income that you can judge my my credit on. Mm. Maybe when that happens, and then then I can buy a house. Yeah, because the house is actually cheaper if you're gonna live, but it, it wouldn't be lavish. But I don't know if I need lavish. Do you think you need lavish? I would like, I just would like a lavish kitchen. That's it. Everything else can be shit. Me too. I know you would like, you would thrive in that. Even a hood, even, even a hood for my stove would be great. Yeah. Lavish kitchen and some nice pots and pans. See, look though. Look at, look at, look at, it's already already happening. It's already happening. Well, you know the bathroom, if I had eaten floors, (laughs) I wouldn't be mad. Yeah. Yeah, you spent th- you spent three years of your life on the toilet. Might as well have a bidet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you put poop on your arm and try to wipe it off, you wouldn't you use water? Why not on your butthole? Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm already adding. We're already adding, and we haven't even signed the papers. There's no hope. There's no hope for us. We must just continue. I must just continue pushing the to boulder. buy clearance items on J.C. Penny. I'm gonna keep getting older. Maybe I'll find. A nice person to share my life with. I don't know. Maybe I would share my life with me. Maybe I could be a little more loving to myself. We'll start there, I think. I love that. Uh, and I just got to keep making content, baby. Oh, what I was going to do, I decided last night, I think I'm going to do a weekly review show of uh, a season of Real World that happened. In oh, my God. Okay. Like so that. every Friday will be a new video, which will be my reaction to the latest episode. But it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like a time capsule type reaction show to a show that's already happened and you can stream everywhere. I like that, man. Real world, like is M- that a cool M- idea? Because I I was talking about I was talking to a friend about classic real world seasons, yeah. like when we were middle school, yeah, like Las Vegas, yeah, that. I was in like seventh grade and that show like blew my mind open because yeah. it was very adult. Absolutely. Sex and everything. And I was just like, wow, the real world's awesome. Yeah. And so I think every week I'll just, I'll just review last week's episode of the real world as if I am in, as if I am in 2004. Oh, okay. But so are you going to be a seventh grader? It'll be like interdimension. No, but it'd be like, 
me now. Like you're pretending. I don't know. You're pretending. I'm pre- maybe I'm pretending it's, it, or maybe I'm just open about. Maybe I'll just be open about the fact that it's that it's an old show because. But all that content mm-hmm. is evergreen now. It's gonna last forever. Yeah. People can access it freer than ever, and easier than ever. It's like we can go back and like exploit that content yeah. for more content. I like the idea. You should pretend. It's like as though it's another world where you were 30 in 2004. Yeah, like it's like an interdimensional thing. I like that. Yeah, it's a time travel thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Well, dude, you want to... you know what time it is? Yeah, and I do. I was just going to ask. I, I guess what time it is. What, wait, what Roll time? the tape. What time is it? Word of the Day is brought to us by Webster's Interdimensional Dictionary. Just checking in. We're still here. This is a long bit. Today's word of the day is touchstone. Definition. A fundamental or quintessential part or feature. Uh, number two definition a test or criterion for determining the quality or genuineness genuineness of a thing. Which I think I know this word, which is big. Ding, ding, ding. I think I know this word, touchstone. So, and three, a black siliceous, siliceous stone related to flint and used to test the purity of gold and uh, formerly silver by the streak left on the stone. When, that's the actual thing. That's the actual that's like, the what term was. comes from. So like I'm a uh, I'm a touchstone of this podcast, right? Like a crucial part. Is that what it was? The definition. Fundamental one? part or feature. Yeah, you are. Dude, I'm I would a, say I'm a touchstone, and so is the word of the day. The word of the day has become a touchstone for me. Yes. <laughs> Examples in a sentence. Reviewers mocked the movie Love Story, but it was among the biggest box office hits of its time and became a cultural touchstone especially for the catchphrase, love means never having to say you're sorry. And the next example, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland was an immediate success over the 150 plus years since it has never gone to print, since it has never gone to print, remaining a touchstone of children's literature. Mm. All right. Wow. This is a boring word of the week, though. Touchstone. I want I like ones that I haven't heard. I definitely what's the difference between this and a keystone? Yeah, I was thinking that same thing. Yeah, dude, compared to discomfort, this is bullshit. Yeah, discomfort was great. Keystone. The wedge-shaped piece at the crown of an arch that locks the other pieces in place. So it's very similar, but the keystone is referring to the actual stone. Yeah. And the, where the touchstone can be can be used as an example for something. Yeah, and the touchstone was, it, I like that thing. Like it's a to test the gen the genuinity. Is that a word? Test the, the gen the gen. Let, let me click on it again. Of the gold. Genuineness. The genuineness. Genuinity. I like genuinity. Fuck. I like that one. Genuine. 
Genuinity. Genuine. Next week's word is genuinity. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's. that's I do like that do. it's make up a word every week. Well, the the bit's evolving as we evolve. Genuinity. Well, fuck. All right, I hope you have dude. a genuinity. Fuck touchstone. A day I don't like filled that. with genuine. Let me hear how to say it. Oh, that guy sounded like a fuck. It was a robot boy. Little robot boy. Um, Want to be, as always, I've had a great night. Me too, man. It's been a pleasure. I'm glad you didn't sell your blood. Um, I'm pissed hey, I missed out oh. $250. Hey, before you go, next week's last Friday of the month. Do you want to have our culture club? Culture corner? Um, Should we push I have it? a suggestion. Yeah. You want to do it? I'm down. Why? I don't know. I just um... we're, we're letting the listeners know now. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do it. That next week is is a is a culture corner. Sure. Last week we read it. Last year we la- last month. <laughs> time is a construct, especially in interventional bedroom. Last month we talked about uh, what was the book called? Sound of Thunder by Ray of Bradbury. Nice. Now this month I'd like to open it up to maybe movies right. as well. Yeah. Uh, and I think that you should watch. We should watch the movie Midnight in Paris. I'll rewatch it, but it's one of my favorite movies. Have you ever seen it? No, never even heard of it. It also has to do with time. Okay. Um, Midnight in Paris. and our perceptions of time. It's got Owen Wilson in it. They kind of it 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 is kind of a rom com, but it's really deep. I like it's the really sound good. of we'll that, talk. Man. I think you'll like it. Don't know how I feel about it. I think you'll like it. It takes place in Paris. I'll take your it takes place in Paris. I'm gonna, so it's be- and it's beautifully shot. Is, yeah, if we can get... I just need to make sure I can stream that for sure. Is it on Netflix? It's on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon okay, Prime. we do have that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably this Friday. I'll let you know what I think about it. Also, dude, can we get fucking dinner soon? I haven't seen you in person since it's like 2019. Yeah, and you only... Why do you call me only when I'm out of town? I don't... Dude, you, I don't know how that happens because I don't so leave. Particular because I can't call you because you don't like it when I call you because that's rude. And then when I well, text you, you if you texted me and me said, down. "Hey, can we chat?" Yeah, I never shut you down in a text. You, I mean, we haven't we haven't gotten together for a long time. I think since pre, prior to Corona, right? Prior to COVID. We, we haven't, oh, Corona, I haven't heard that name in years. We haven't. Well, we but I'm saw, fully vaxxed. Yeah, dude, and I'm glad you're back. I would love to go to that restaurant that we like up on the hill. And Fresco and Wannabe forgot they were recording and spoke about many things for over 20 more minutes. So there is no official end this week. This is the official end that Fresco has created to be the keystone that doesn't make any sense see you babies